bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, and now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Yes, it is, and here we are, the Modern Eater Show, live on iHeartRadio. Brian Freeman, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Little Rich Snyder, Kenyon George, Dave Avery off tonight, Amber Strohauer alongside of us, and let's go right to the kitchen. Full value, check it out, themoderneater.com. We have Chef Chris Starkis, formerly uh, Urban Farmer, now Ross DeFrost. Good to see you. What's going on in the chef in the kitchen tonight? Chef? We got some marinated flank steak going on with some uh, roasted mushrooms from, uh, of course, Brian. It grows organic, and um, some fingerling potatoes. And then, lastly, we have some uh, potatoes we're cooking for some gnocchi from uh, our local farmers here as well. Oh, got a lot to do. Yeah, per- perfection is how I describe you, chef. <laughs> Thank I, you. I mean, you really you come so prepared. Um, for us, when we have chefs into the kitchen, we've tasted a lot of cuisines. You, you put out the best stuff that we've had. Thank you. But your very uh, sourcing is big for you as well. 100%. And sustainability. Yeah. yeah. Going towards Boss to Frost, Urban Farmer, what's the change? So the change is basically a pivot to being an eco-entrepreneur and being able to, to spread sustainability to more than just one restaurant. We did it really well at Urban Farmer, um, and we can always expand from there. So I was able to beta test Bosti Frost for over a year in the kitchen um, and then just really fell in love with it and knew that you know a thawing waste stream in kitchens is something that every kitchen, large and small, has. And so Bosti Frost is basically an NSF-certified water conservation appliance um, that mimics the USDA's cold water thawing method. And so by doing that, you can use 98.5% less water in your kitchen. So not only are you saving water, saving your time and money. Um, we put this in here about about a two-pound piece, what, a pound and a half, about 20, 30 minutes ago. And it r- runs about 1,000 liters an hour. And so basically, this will be done in another 20 minutes, ready to go. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot about Boss to Frost here at the 630, right here on 630 K-How and iHeart Radio Station. In the meantime, in the kitchen, on the Yoder Grill, provided by Proud Souls. First of all, Chef, when you came in and picked uh, uh, what you wanted to cook on tonight, what do you think of this Yoder smoker? I think it's great, man. I think, yeah, no, I like being able to cook on two different sides here. Like you said, I got mushrooms going. I got growing off beef so I can finish it in the oven. It's great to have a couple different layers of uh, cooking areas when you're doing it. You know, I love it. You can get it all done and fast. kind of reminds me when I was, like, on Chopped back in the day, like, going and faster, you know. So, no, it's good. That, that Yoder smoker yeah. is truly one of the nicest cooking utensils that we have in the, in the kitchen. Here. We have the ranch here with us tonight. Yes, Boot Hill 7 Ranch is here, uh, Andrew and Kelly, and so they're basically coming down from Lusk, Wyoming, and uh, we're cooking their beef is what you see here. Um, so we have some of their flank and some tenderloin um, and some of their summer sausage as well. So good. Amber yeah. Strohauer. We have your petit- what, do, what do we have from Amber from Strohauer Farms? We have Idaho potatoes. Um, heirloom fingerling potatoes and uh, shallots. Jump in right now. Chris, I oh. potatoes. <laughs> Colorado potatoes. <laughs> Isn't that so funny, Amber? Because that's like, it's everyone refers yes, that to that. Yes, that is horrible. I know. The Idaho baker be thinking that a russet, like that w- it really Idaho. truly comes from, yeah, Idaho. Best marketing I, team ever. I know. Isn't that, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. So, you know. How, how do we change that? <sighs> We need something, like, specific to Colorado. 
We don't really have anything. I know. Isn't it weird? And, like, what yeah. I think, our Latonas and the Yukons are some of the best. I and that no one knows about. I mean, you know, because we just call them yellows or yeah. golds. I mean, uh so it, that's one of the interesting things, though, about potatoes and the names that we give them. I know. I even fall into that trap because I'll pretty much call all yellows Yukons. Mm, uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just. The trap. The it's a trap. trap. I know. It um, is. Strohauer Farms. Talk about Strohauer Farms for a minute. You've been on the show a few times. Well, I always think it's interesting because you go beyond that when you think Colorado potatoes, you think of the San Luis Valley. I know. I know. And then they there's Strohauer so Farms. Though. You're in the San Luis Valley, aren't you? Oh, I mean, no, I know. we're the like only one that's not really. Well, nope. but you guys take advantage. I mean, one of the things we that do. I thought your dad was genius. Well, and it, it it goes even back further than your dad, doesn't it? I mean, or is, is Harry the first generation? Well, we're technically fourth generation because we've been growing potatoes in that area. Wife, yeah. But yeah. Um, it it really started with my dad. So Chris is trying to get a hold of his wife. <laughs> your wife's going to be on in the next segment, right, Chris? <laughs> That's my uh, my hope and wish. Yes, she's got the kids. The yeah, kids, the Starkus family. Stuff. Yes, yeah. But, she, uh, farmers, right? What's that? Were you listening to a conversation with Amber where her farm is? No. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. You're cooking in the kitchen. Yeah, I keep cooking. That's Not in Idaho is what I heard. Food. Not in Idaho is what I heard. Yes. You know, you do have russets though. So. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that too. I, I'm sorry. That's, that's horrible. No, no. Everybody, everybody does it. So, Amber, hey, it's Jay. Amber and I were just talking about that on the phone the other day, weren't we? Where I said, yeah. uh, he I said it. What, Jay said I it. Said, of is, all people, what, what, we have had this discussion here. What did I say? You called them Idaho russets. You're like, can you bring some Idaho russets? I don't think that was me. That was you, Jay. Was it me? <laughs> what were you going to say? He just stops. <laughs> He's like, okay, I am done. Why did I? It's like, yes. Yeah, something wrong. <laughs> So Amber, well, where's your but, farm? But side note, I'm super excited to be here with Chris because I've been wanting to meet you, number one, but to try your food because I'm obs- I was obsessed with Urban Farmer when you were oh, there. Thank you. So this thank is you. exciting for me. Thanks for providing the produce though. I think it's awesome, you know, and like I want you to meet my wife later on as as female farmers. I think it's a great great thing, you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. Love well, it. what's so cool is his new gig with Boss Frost yeah. so ties into his sustainability yeah. and what Chris has been working on for so long. I mean, he had the bees that. on top of on top of Oxford as yeah. well as the other places that you've yeah. been. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he has his own beehive at his farm as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so much he was growing mushrooms down in the basement. Okay. So yeah. I thought that for some reason, I don't know where I heard that, maybe on your interview with the farm report, you might have talked about it. I don't know. But didn't you do something more with mushrooms? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> from a That's farming, a from yeah. a farming <laughs> perspective. You mean in in the restaurant? In, in the restaurant, we did the mushrooms down downstairs, but at the farm, no, total, no, totally just bees, chickens. Those are our eggs here tonight, um, and then we would grow all the produce for the for the restaurant as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, that's awesome. I kind of feel like I need to clear all of this up. So, Amber Strohauer, Strohauer's farm. You guys have a potato farm, right? But you do more yes. than potatoes. What do you do on the farm? And where is it at? I've been asking you. Where's your sorry, farm? Sorry, we're an hour north of here, so La super Salle. close. I live here a, a in town, Denver yeah. and commute. La Salle. You don't know La Salle. Yeah. yeah. La Salle shallots is how I like to promote our shallots. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we do onions, onions and potatoes. 
onions and potatoes. Perfect. And uh, Chris Starkis, you have a farm that you and your wife homestead on. Yes. So Lost Creek Micro Farm is a quarter-acre farm next to our house. Uh, We have about 15 chickens, uh, five beehives, um, and then we grow everything from seed from there. So um, a lot of the focus was growing for the restaurant directly. I wanted to be able to get some esoteric ingredients that um, just... I felt as though we're a little more interesting that I know that certain farms can't mass produce. You know what I mean? There is a business element there, as you know. So um, some of the, just some fun herbs I think we grew last year was like uh, oyster leaf, uh, salad burnets, um, and lovage. And so those are actually, we'll try later on, some of the beers that we made with uh, Andrew at Intrepid Sojourner as well, kind of just highlighting some of those ingredients. Um, because as chefs, I think that we're always looking for something, something new, something more cutting edge just to play with and taste because we do have so much coming our way. Um, and so anytime we could layer in ingredients like that and speak to our guests about the ama- like why they're amazing, why you should try something new, um, or even in your own garden was kind of an impetus for me. Cool. Let's do this. Instead of rushing your wife in here because she's scheduled for the next segment, sure. let's get the ranch in here. Yeah. Let's talk to the ranch next, right? Okay. We'll get in. We'll t- test out some of the steak. It's delicious. The smell over here is fantastic. Yeah, we'll get them in And here. some of the things they're doing is so innovative at that ranch as well. They're out of Wyoming, so there are neighbors up north. Yep, Where are Lusk, they from in, in Lusk, Wyoming? Lusk, Wyoming. Yep, about four and a half hours away. I've, I've luckily had the privilege of visiting a number of times during the process of just understanding uh, – how they breed, how they feed, what the, you know, their ethos, and of course, just getting the kids involved, understanding branding, why they do it. Um, and we talked a little bit earlier about the um, uh, ultrasounding of the cows as well. I want to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay, let's do this. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll put off uh, Diana Starkis for the uh, 645 yeah. segment. In the meantime and in between time, Boot Heel 7 Ranch. They'll come up next. I love talking cattle. And I think we have just a, uh, a great state and a plethora Give my wife of late. great <laughs> ranches. So we'll uh, send it away to Little Rich and a Little Rich Corner. It's crazy here tonight in uh, Studio Kitchen, Colorado. We'll take that break and we'll come right back to uh, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Like, She's like freaking out. I'm like, well, we're talking at 615. So, she, yeah. yeah. 